0: Welcome to Believer Readers to Let's Read Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man, a division of Let's Read Spider-Man, a proud member of the PacePot Patreon Podcast Network if you like this podcast you may also enjoy the silver world podcast twice a month listen to the silver samurai as local antiques owners bring in silver items to be appraised by the samurai origin history and value of the items are discussed if the item is not made of silver or is a waste of time the samurai will deal out a punishment which could be death silver world has not been nominated for people's choice but has received a few positive reviews on stitcher the silver World Podcast is one of many great podcasts with the Pacepot Patreon Podcast
1: Network. There are recordings on this podcast of death from crummy silver items. I, I, this is the network we subscribe to now, huh? Our first book today is from March of 1977.
0: Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man number 4, The Vulture is a Bird of Prey, written by Archie Goodwin, penciled by Sal Buscema, and inked by Mike Esposito.
1: The Vulture is displeased by Mr. Morgan, the latest crime boss, in his attempts to strong-arm him. The Vulture takes Mr. Morgan's goon, Joe Knuckles, and dumps him into the Hudson. Mr. Morgan notes that Hammerhead and the Kingpin are out of the picture and goes to meet the Vulture, but old Vulture makes the crime boss look foolish by hanging him from a street lamp. Ominous repercussions are promised. After having trouble getting to school, Peter Parker can't stay awake. Professor Bollinger scolds him at the end of class, and he mopily walks home, only stopping to try and find Shawshan at the restaurant he and Flash had eaten at previously. Eddie, I do enjoy
0: when crime bosses war. Villains, you know, they always lose to Spider-Man, but it's less predictable, If like Hammerhead's going to beat the Kingpin or Mr. Morgan could defeat the Vulture. So I I do enjoy that. Uh, Yeah, Shan is back. It's great that Peter's looking for her. Uh, This is clearly just a setup for a future issue. Probably going to be, I don't know, around the same time as we have to deal with the Smythe robots in the other book. It's going to be a a fun time. (laughs) I assume Peter won't get very far with the plot in this particular issue, though.
1: Uh, Indeed, you are correct, James B. The restaurant owner turns Peter away, but before he can continue home, Peter spots the vulture kidnapping citizens (laughs) to lure Spidey into combat. Uh, Spidey takes the bait and the two tangle. The vulture has a new souped-up protected power pack, making him more powerful Just as it appears the Vulture will have his revenge, the Hitman, hired by Mr. Morgan, stuns the Vulture with a grenade and announces he will be killing Spider-Man by himself. There's this weird idea in the book where it seems to allude to the notion that Spidey had everything under control this whole time.
0: Yeah, one of those things I noticed was like the web fluid, and I really liked how they handled him checking his web fluid and he's like, oh, I'm low, so I'm going to use up the cartridge and make this and reload a brand new cartridge. Three weeks ago, Eddie and The Amazing Spider-Man 158, they showed him changing into his outfit because he wasn't wearing it. I like these preparation issues. I like him being under control and, you know, it makes him more human and fallible. But getting back to your point, he wasn't too worried about old Vulture at first. He was like, oh, Vulture, whatever, because he always can beat this guy. Yeah. yeah, He he does note in the issue that the Vulture took his hit. <coughs> and is us more powerful than ever. Uh, you mentioned that he has a souped-up, protected power pack. And um, later, you know, he won't be able to stop the Vulture the way that Spider-Man already does. I'm so happy for that. <laughs> also, you talk about, you keep saying, uh, the Hitman hired by Mr. Morgan. It's literally a villain called the Hitman, not like a, a profession just to let you know. Yes. He's called the Hitman. But this crime boss, Mr. Morgan, do you
1: have any thoughts on him? Well, uh, he's the new guy in town, and I like when Vulture gets angry at him from him. Well, he really comes to Vulture to see if he'll work with him on his side, but he hangs him on a light post, and when the cops are getting him down, uh, they say uh, Morgan is all hung up on moving his operation downtown, and this this is like the straw that breaks the camel's back for Mr. Morgan here. He's clutching his fists and gritting his teeth. Um, You know, when I... For revenge against the embarrassment that Vulture cost him.
0: Eddie, last podcast, we did the Stegrom books. you recall them? Yes. We couldn't squeeze in all the things we wanted to talk about. And here I am, and we're done with this book, right? Yeah, I I don't have much else to add. That's for sure. I thought this was going to be chock full of... Peter Parker and his friends. And all we get is a visit to Shan. that, Oh wait, sorry. We don't actually get to visit Shan because Peter tries and <laughs> they say, go away. Why is he, why is he trying?
1: I mean, he should know who Shan is, right? He got wrapped up. Well, Spider-Man her... knows, right?
0: Yeah, Cause ah. she was back in the whole, uh, ASM, um, 105. The amazing Spider-Man was when flash was yes, g- hit had... the Mandarin. Yeah. Is that what it was? Was it the
1: Mandarin? And Doctor Strange, Doctor uh, Strange had to show up uh, to um, revive the. Uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> I I think you tried to wash your mind of those ones, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> not good books. <laughs> so well, she's not. She's not bringing back happy thoughts. All right. Well,
0: hopefully, we're all done with Sha Shan as we head into the next book, which is from April of 1977. Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, number five, Spidery Kill,
1: written by Archie Goodwin, art by and Mike Esposito. Uh, we open with the Hitman, lazy gloating, <laughs> before killing Spider Man. Uh, while bathing in his omnipotence, he is attacked by the vulture, which gives Spidey enough time to wake up. I'm not usually bothered by uh, it, but this is such a contrived fight here. Um, once awake, Spidey throws a punch and runs. The Hitman tries to give chase, but the vulture stops him and flees. Mr. Morgan isn't happy with the Hitman. Um, at the end of this scenario. Uh, Meanwhile, Flash and MJ are told once again by the owner that Shawshan is not here. No. Peter has some laundry problems, which put his uh, secret identity at risk from an inadvertently nosy MJ. James B., I know you had problems with Gloria being all up in Peter's business, but are Flash and MJ too bothersome? (laughs) Well, the restaurant owner apparently thinks so.
0: Uh, before i address that we talk about this contrived fight yes mj's flimsy excuse for bringing peter into the Sha Shan storyline is on page 11 um it says so mj says pd was here with you before maybe he has some thoughts okay so that is contrived
1: that oh, was yes. that was
0: terrible it, you have it this book is being like Hey, I don't know. Let's pretend this happens. Oh, let's make this happen. It's, yeah. oh boy. All they've managed to accomplish is they canceled out the Hitman's amazing capture of Spider-Man and they are going to try to uh, keep going with the boring Shawshank story. Eddie, I said this a few moments ago. I thought Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man would be better than the amazing Spider-Man because of these supporting characters. But so far, uh, this is not doing it for me.
1: Uh, speaking of supporting cast, let's give him a chance here, James B. <laughs> Just as Peter Parker gets his surprise guests to depart, he hears and then sees the Vulture and Hitman fighting outside his apartment. The battle is an odd one, with the Hitman entering and exiting periodically. Eventually, the Vulture's power pack is accidentally struck by a bullet from the Hitman, leading to his downfall. In the end, Spidey is unable to find the Hitman and swings off to further solve his laundry problems. Uh, I think we need to talk about this second super contrived fight more in detail, James. I'll I'll help you a little bit, uh, because Spider-Man claims that he made the
0: bullet hit the vulture's backpack. Uh, Uh, So he's saying that he's battling with the vulture. The hitman lines up a shot. He shoots it. Spider-Man moves the vulture a little bit. So the vulture gets shot in the backpack. He also says, by the way, oh, uh, Spider-Man's like, oh, by the way, I knew there was a tracer on me the whole time uh, as well, which <laughs> I question both of
1: those statements. Come on now. Come on. Uh, I, so contrived. But, you know, during this battle, I really thought about these are two villains are so interesting because they're a juxtaposition between a very old villain and the new style villain we're seeing. Uh Here's here's a little bit of what I think about these two. Um one, you know, is basically the punisher. He's got his guns, he's got his grenades, and I guess he's a good fighter. And then we had the vulture who's has the ability to fly and a, he's got a souped up power pack, so he's extra strong, maybe stronger than before. It's just it's very odd, you know, to see them both and I I had to think about which one I kind of liked better. But you know, the hitman with his guns, I, it just doesn't work for me nearly as well as the Vulture okay, you does not
0: You can't have everybody be the Vulture or the Green Goblin or Doc Ock. So you have a, I'll give you a choice. All right. Do you prefer Spidey okay. punching baddies and just like punching it out or dodging bullets? You have to pick fighting I, brawling guys or shooting villains. You're not getting all these other crazy things, though. Would
1: you rather have them just punching people or, or dodging bullets to stop them? this is a really tough one um i think i'd rather have him just be a slugger my problem with bullets in this fight like the hitman rigs up a boomerang gun or boomerang bullet and okay he shoots at spider-man how many times and can't hit him and he's supposed to be like the punisher basically but he shoots one time this boomerang and he manages to slice the web which the vulture is trying to you know, sling Spider Man off and he's holding on to it. It's it just. Guns for me in the Hitman, they never work because if he gets hit once, he's in a huge problem. He has a bullet in him now and it's going to be really difficult for him to battle. And like in this one, this fight also, he gets grazed by a bullet. It's like, how do you just graze someone? And it, the Hitman says he grazes him on purpose too. I'm like, just. It bothers me a lot, so give me the sluggers. I'm not too happy with the hitman. Yeah, the hitman is just a punisher, essentially. By the way, right? Yeah, that's that's all he is. And the, the his style of fighting is it's obnoxious, in my opinion. It's time now for that segment that could make
0: you famous because you send in questions, and then we read them, and people are like, "What a great question!" We'll follow that person on Twitter. That's right, people. It's time for you're not a nobody, you're a somebody. <laughs> Ian Cooper asks,
1: Eddie, why do you like to read Spider-Man? Well, Ian, I've talked about this before. Honestly, I I read a lot of these books when I was in a cabin in North Michigan that my mom and uncles had collected from the 60s. But they never went to the cabin in the winter. So it was a mystery for me what happened to Spider-Man after the month of November all the way to June again. And I really, you know, this whole project started because I really wanted to know what happened. You know, besides that, he's just such a great character because he has so many problems that so many of us have. James B, we have a question from Dana at A Future Movie. Uh, she asks, um, "Being the Amazing Spider Man can complicate Peter Parker's friendships and relationships. Uh, should he just be alone?" I'll tell you why this is a great question because I saw
0: it and I thought, okay, I'll just prepare to answer this. And I've changed my mind three times in the minute I've been looking at it. (laughs) Here's the deal, Dana. He can't be in a relationship that is not built on trust. So he needs to be with someone who knows his identity, pure and simple. That's it. If he can tell Gwen Stacy or MJ or Betty branch or Liz Allen, this is who I am. Keep my secret. And that's fine. That's fine. If he can't, maybe he should be going out with someone who can handle that. He's a superhero, like the black cat, you know, like a super heroine. Heck, he can go with a super villain for all I care. And if he can't do that either, yeah, he should be alone. But he can't be in a relationship with someone who doesn't know he's Spider-Man. That's my answer. Eddie Nick at Hard at Work Nick asks... Spider-Man teams up with a lot of heroes. I know you like when he's with the Human Torch and the Thing. <laughs> Who is your favorite non-Spider-Man
1: superhero? I do love when he's with the Thing. They, they have such a similar hilarious humor. Um, such a riot. Um, I was always a huge fan of X-Men and so many of the different X-Men. Uh, when I was growing up, I mean, when I was a kid... I, I like that second generation of X-Men, Colossus and Nightcrawler. And uh, probably out of them, probably Nightcrawler was one of my favorites. I liked how he talked with his German accent and German sometime and his ability to teleport. And just once again, I err on the side of the kind of monstery looking heroes and villains oftentimes. Uh, so Nightcrawler. Good answer, Eddie.
0: That's why you had a Nightcrawl Halloween costume, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I want to thank our guests for writing in. And once again, this segment is called You're Not a Nobody, You're a Somebody. <laughs> Eddie, we could have done 10 of these issues. These are terrible.
1: They're the, I know I've said it a thousand times, but the, these fights are just dumb. They're so dumb. Like, they do the vulture so wrong. And he fights so much, too. And, like, the only thing he brings new to his game is that he's stronger and has an electrified power pack. I don't know.
0: Is this the book that uh, somebody quits on after a couple issues? Is it Conway or Ween or something? Oh.
1: Well, it's Archie Goodwin who was writing that last one. Yeah. I, well, I think I think originally um, Jerry Conway was supposed to write these. No. And he quit. Right, and that's why we're getting like no Peter Parker people. Yes, it's not Jerry Conway. It's the
0: opposite of yes. Of like, there's no, there's nothing going on here. I'm like, uh, I keep going back over it. Well, remember when Peter Parker swings by and goes, "Is Shawshank here?" Like, that's it. That was there's there's nothing. There's no no. Oh, okay. To be fair, Flash and MJ decide to go check on. You know Peter because they think he might have some something to say about Sha Shan, and he has. You know, you mentioned he has laundry problems because his clothes are
1: frozen. Is that correct? That's inside his little sweater satchel. Yes. Yeah.
0: So his clothes are all frozen, and he has only dirty laundry. So he comes. So they knock on his door, but he has no clothes to
1: wear because all his clothes are either dirty or they're frozen. I mean, this this theme has occurred before. He he could have just gone to the laundromat, right, with a bag over his head. <laughs> yeah, I guess he could also when they knock on the door just put on the dirty clothes. Right. Instead of a blanket with the spider costume underneath. And he, oh, and he's hiked geez. up the he's hiked up
0: the bottom so like, you know, he's cuz you he, he would see his like ankles, right?
1: but he's pulled yeah. it up. He's hoping it's not going to slip down. Terrible. Yeah, not not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jim Shooter wrote the third one and now we're long gone from Jerry Conway for sure. Hmm. All right. I don't want to talk about these books anymore. I'm just
0: <laughs> I'm ready to wrap this one up.
1: All right. All right, James B. Well, um, you can find us anytime by emailing us at let'sreadspiderman at gmail.com or on Twitter at Let's Read spidey. You've been listening to
0: Let's Read Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, a division of Let's Read Spider-Man, a proud member of the Pace Pot- Patreon Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, you may also enjoy the Hitman's Hunting Podcast. Remember to tune in before you try and take down your next target. Tips include make the wind your friend, know the area, and make sure your target can't use a cell phone to stream the attack. Hitman's Hunting Podcast is one of the many, many great podcasts on the Pacebot Patreon Podcast Network. Goodbye. Goodbye. Issue number four. Spider-Man also decides, at one point, he can smash into an office building because he decides everyone is out for lunch. That's what he initially says. He gets inside and realizes it's an abandoned building, but he brings the Vulture into the fight. In the he goes through the window of the skyscraper, Eddie, because he goes, <laughs> yeah. "Well, everyone's out for lunch." So I was just thinking of a couple things. First one is, <laughs> what? In 1977, did entire office buildings just go, it's lunchtime, let's all leave? Like, no one's eating at their desk, everyone's taking lunch at the exact same time, and it's all outside the building? Does Spider-Man really believe that? And in 2022, when this is being recorded, you could probably do this, Spider-Man, because everyone's working from
1: home these days. (laughs) (laughs) Much more acceptable. Yeah. To crash in an these, office building. Right?
0: I'm like, this is crazy.
1: It's just part of the all the fighting that bothered me so much in this book. So.